So welcome back to another podcast by the Esports Global Podcast. This is me, Hemant, and today I'm going to talk about the Drive to Survive season three series on Netflix. Uh, it has been a huge success in terms of the outreach of the show, and it's just going to be a small review of the show before I just sort of preview the Formula One 2021 season. It's another Formula One podcast. So yeah, let's get going with that then. So firstly, I know uh, that I had recorded a Formula One podcast just before this uh, with Siva and Matty, and it was amazing. The response for the podcast was amazing. But then I got a break. I sort of didn't podcast um, since a couple of weeks or maybe months. I don't even remember when the Formula One podcast came out. But it's been quite a while. But I'm back into it now. Hopefully, uh, around the world and all about United and football as. um coming out um which is pretty great two episodes have been recorded but yeah um i'm recording this because i was so impressed with drive to survive season 3 made by netflix that i couldn't help myself but record like a short reaction podcast um uh, wherein i just express how i felt about the show in general season 3 because it it surely was uh, the best season of drive to survive yet um so to be very precise i think uh the drive to survive show has grown exponentially season by season like the outreach that um netflix has given to the sport of formula 1 has been unreal um uh, people uh, in my uh, friends community or friend circle if you want to call have started watching formula 1 i can name about 8 and 9 of them as of now uh, 5 or 6 of them from my university itself and then i've got uh, one or two of my cousins who even started watching uh, drive to survive and sort of started getting uh, into the sport of formula 1 which is amazing and i even tweeted this out when i um, watched uh, and sort of completed season 3 that probably formula 1's best ever deal is to make the make that drive to survive deal with netflix because the amount of people who got into formula 1 uh, post drive to survive is just insane and it's just going to go uh, upwards uh, season by season and uh, the 2021 season is obviously a one which is being looking forward to by many people because of all the driver changes that have taken place and obviously the fact that mercedes is in the most uh dominant team at least on paper uh, by the looks of it uh, obviously i'm going to address a little bit about uh the mercedes situation before i just give a sort of short preview although i know that um although i know that i did that sort of a preview in the podcast with siva and matty but yeah um drive to survive season 3 Uh, as usual there were 10 episodes and quite short and sweet episodes i absolutely loved them to be honest the the best part about netflix is the way they document scenarios and basically when you talk about formula 1 and you want to review a season especially there are two approaches that you um either go by one is a grand prix by grand prix approach 
uh, and the other is a team by team approach well let netflix chose the latter obviously the team by team approach but the approach that they chose uh, in terms of team by team is as something very unique and amazing in terms of documenting um, the season altogether and that is the story mode like each grand prix has got its own story to tell and that's always been netflix's theme um, be it with the season 1 season 2 season 3 and i think with season 3 uh it's been much more effective because it it's it, it had so many things in it because the season was obviously the the start of the season was obviously uh postponed due to the outbreak of the coronavirus and there was a lot of chaos in the world of sport not just in the world of sport the whole world together there was a lot of chaos with the outbreak of covid and there were lockdowns there were all sort of all sort of things going on people dying unfortunately and the world was in a mess and uh, so so it formed and get cancelled and that was something that netflix emphasized pretty well uh, in terms of the way they documented uh, the episode 1 and they obviously discussed about um, teams and the strategy especially especially the racing point scenario where everyone dubbed it as the ping mercedes uh, because they obviously uh started showing a lot more pace than they had in the previous season and there were certain parts such as the brake ducts of the car that uh that uh, were pretty similar to the mercedes uh, 2019 championship winning car so a lot of people obviously had issues with that and this season FIA has sorted that in their rules where there can't be a repeat of this so every team has to sort of develop their own parts and strategies for the season but yeah i think uh, the way the season started was obviously brilliant and i think it might have taken a lot of effort for the netflix team to sort of reroute their whole uh, storyline because they wouldn't have expected coronavirus to go and uh, certainly with the change in calendar they had to travel to a lot of places and uh, a lot of places repeatedly like some of those places wouldn't have been uh, on their calendars or schedules uh as per the time that that race or grand prix took place so that was that was basically the situation of the whole world because nothing was fixed everything was getting changed so constantly um uh, day by day with the outbreak of covid but fortunately uh, formula 1 FIA and all the communities involved pulled off a 17 race season and sure it was one of Surely it was my second most favorite season 2020 uh, obviously the first one has to be the 2012 season but yeah netflix great credit to them because they have a story to tell like every driver every car uh, and every grand prix has a story to tell and there are different perspectives that uh, a grand prix or a story or a driver story can be covered in each episode that's what netflix essentially did and uh, the the most underlining fact uh, why i say uh, this is because especially when um, during the sakir sakir grand prix uh, where george russell had to drive uh, lewis hamilton's car and we were all expecting russell to win but then mercedes just made a whole disastrous display in their pits with the tire uh, tire strategy 
screw ups uh, where they just uh, <laughs> fixed two wrong set of tires uh, for George Russell's car and there was a whole mess and Perez won so as a as a as a person who had watched the season you would be expecting okay they might they might show george russell's incident quite well and it's going to be quite sad because the way uh, the the way it ended for russell uh, but netflix played it absolutely smart uh, they showed sergio perez's side of story and a lot a lot of people who had watched the race hadn't really focused on how Perez's overall race went they were rather just focusing on the fact that yeah it was good that Perez actually won and Netflix actually played it very smart to cover um Perez's story to be honest because if you if you look at that race he did not have a very good qualifying session i mean like he had a decent qualifying session and then when the race began he obviously had that incident with leclerc and verstappen and leclerc is such a gentleman and such a kind hearted person that he just went to apologize to perez after the race and perez was e- evenly welcoming uh, to just uh, you know acknowledge the same so perez just just fell back the packing order and he just went to last and then uh, a lot of incidents happened and um, Perez just managed to get to the first position and he just managed to win the race from there and he, he did in fact uh over, overtake a uh, pack of cars uh towards the back uh, which was pretty good he had shown insane overtaking skills uh during his time at racing point and i certainly expect the same from him when he uh, takes over the mantle at red bull uh during the season opener of the 2021 formula 1 season but yeah i think and it, it, it's something that netflix played really smart because everyone expected it to be george russell show but they made it the sergio perez show and the way they ended it was insanely amazing they wrapped it up with the perez win and then they correlated it with what was going on in christian honor's mind in terms of challenging mercedes for that constructors title and the most savage scene of the whole show was obviously when christian honor called perez and he said welcome to perez uh, welcome to red bull or sergio perez so that was absolutely savage and insane and netflix has to be given a lot of credit for that but not all uh, things can be perfect and not everything is possible to be covered and obviously one of the most uh, disappointing things was uh, not able to show halkenberg's return halken back to be honest because halkenberg's uh, story was a fascinating one like he was not even expecting a call from racing point until like sat like friday or th- late thursday and uh, even on one race he um, had to just join in on a random sunday like even martin randall said that he would have been planning to uh, cook barbecue in his garden and he's driving for racing point and he drove impressively well um, and i'm pretty sure um, christian honor or some other team would have definitely had hulkenberg as their second choice if perez was not going to come uh, so but 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 i think this season perez oh sorry not perez uh, hulkenberg uh, has signed a dual deal in terms of being a reserve driver 
for both Aston Martin and if available uh, from Mercedes as well if Stefan von Braun is not available in case but yeah uh, Hulkenberg's thing was probably one short disappointment i would say but regardless of that there was so much in the season and it was just impossible to cover it in all those 10 episodes but hats off to the netflix team because amidst the middle of a pandemic wherein there were several restrictions in several european countries fears of a second wave and what not there was so much unrest politically socially physically mentally there was a lot of unrest among people uh, and amongst drivers especially because it was quite unusual for them so netflix regardless of all that they followed all those protocols and restrictions and managed to pull off such a brilliant season the cinematic aspects were top drawer i think this is uh, this season 3's uh, cinematic shots and uh, visuals have to be the best of the lot or uh, to be fair because they were absolutely stunning and the most in- important and underlying uh, underlying factor of the whole season was the background music the background music in season 3 was elite and i repeat it was elite i wish i can sort of readily get the whole playlist of the whole uh shows uh sorry seasons um what do you say playlist or soundtrack and i would happily get that and listen to it while i'm working out or just working on some of the university assignments or whatever but it was absolutely stunning the whole season soundtrack the background music was so apt and so stunning it, it was just icing on the cake and drive to survive was no uh, season 3 was not just a show it was an experience it was an unforgettable experience because the show had emotions and pure human emotions that you could connect with uh, especially when uh, pia gasly won at monza that was one of the most emotionally uh, happy moments that i had felt uh, while watching sports just for the sake of entertainment i think it was absolutely stunning uh, a story of redemption you could say for pia gasly and what a, what a what a brilliant way to document that and the reaction of uh the reaction of the whole alpha tauri crew was just so priceless that you could just watch it all day long and you'll obviously get tears watching that and on the contrast uh the devastating incident of roman grosjean during the first bahrain grand prix the way's car broke into two pieces and for 2 minutes and 46 seconds or 43 seconds however long it was the man did not come out of fire and it was it was a moment where everyone had their hearts in their mouth and no one really expected what was going to happen and the way netflix actually covered it was staggering it was just staggering like the like you couldn't just put it across any better like every human emotion would just come together in that moment like you would obviously feel the pain of how roman got into the crash and then obviously you'll cry tears of happiness when he came out uh, of that fire just th- that was just stunning and like gunther sinus said in that moment it was an act of god because for 2 minutes 43 seconds if a man's not coming out of fire it's anything going to happen and it was so priceless to see his wife's reaction when <laughs> he said that i'm the man who walked out of the fire it was just stunningly amazing and 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 
one one thing about that is that when fi um decided to introduce the concept of halo every uh, a lot of people were very critical of it because of the way it incre- it would increase the weight of the car uh, uh, with the already existing g force that the drivers face while driving uh, but fortunately enough uh, roman was saved courtesy to the halo otherwise we would have been in a very different scenario so so lucky that roman got out of it and uh i i do remember that a uh, couple of years back i was watching the show called the inside grand prix uh which used to stream on television but i presume now it's only streamed on youtube uh inside lane or inside grand prix something like that and they demonstrated the uh, use of the driver suits that the drivers wear and how fire resistant it is and uh, like there was a live demonstration of a man wearing the suit and f- uh, lighting himself with the fire and not being affected much with it and the suit also saved roman's life in many ways and you know what it's absolutely mental to think that a man is in a bubble of fire literally a bubble of fire for 2 2 minutes 43 seconds stuck in a seat belt not able to come out and is facing i don't know how many degrees of heat would have would it have been like hundreds of degrees of heat it would have been and it was like a ball of fire and he was not able to come out for 2 minutes and 43 seconds it would have been hell and if the suit hadn't been there if the helmet wouldn't have been there the carbon fiber helmet and if if the um, halo wouldn't have been there it would have been a very different uh, scenario and it was absolutely stunning how roman grosjean came out of it and uh, the way he described that he was feeling the uh, the the fire burning towards his hands it was so painful i mean like it was a stunning i mean i was uh, watching this on netflix party with my mates and the reactions were absolutely crazy because the, it was something that we had never seen and this is nothing that was scripted or cinematic this was actually what happened and uh, during the course of the season and it was absolutely stunning to see roman get out so these two were sort of the extreme ends of the spectrum in terms of emotions the gasly win and obviously the Groma, uh, grosjean crash but eventually happy i was happy that he just came out and obviously uh, max verstappen might have not done a lot of interviews with the netflix crew but i would have liked to see verstappen's interviews more but albon i feel sad for him and then you had mclaren the carlando duo they showed that mclaren's mclaren's showing was pretty good this time i mean even renault's as well the the relationship uh, that was rebuilt between Cyril and Daniel Ricardo that was brilliant uh the Alfa Romeo and Haas thing was really good and I I don't actually see why Gunther Steiner achieved uh by getting the Mayspin deal and the Mayspin money and uh getting Mick Schumacher as a prospect uh, in which a lot of sponsors would invest I'm pretty sure he would have got a lot of sponsorship money but not pretty sure how he has invested that in terms of improving the car because i'm recording this after the qualifying session of the opening race that the bahrain grand prix of 2021 and i i see literally no improvements in the car of haas even after that investment that gunther steiner claimed that he had got with uh with the with the signings of mispin and mick schumacher but yeah i think 
Haas and Alfa Romeo I think they they made a smart move by I think they made the right move hopefully let's see how it goes with Giovinazzi and Raikkonen this season and then Alfa Tauri was brilliant McLaren they showed it quite good Mercedes oh Valtteri Bottas that episode man I did not expect to see that that scene of bot ass and Daniel Ricardo's tweet was so funny uh, about that I did not expect he would actually do that for Netflix Bottas but fair play to Bottas uh, like we got to see a bit of Bottas's mindset and how how he feels being alongside Lewis as a teammate obviously you had Lewis and the brief instances of how he won championship seventh world championship how he got that helmet from Mick uh, a Michael Schumacher uh, special helmet from Mick and how um, he supported the whole black lives matter movement throughout the season and how he stood up for it and how Mercedes changed their livery color for it and yeah uh, Mercedes the the whole Toto Wolff and Cristiano uh, thing was absolutely phenomenal and people want like a spin-off side show between Toto and Cristiano because that would be an absolute gem of a show but yeah Toto and Cristiano's uh, thing was pretty amazing in the show and then uh, you have i'm pretty surprised they did not show williams's uh, uh case this time because i remember after monza it was the last race for clear williams as the team principal of williams and uh, it was quite an emotional goodbye from both russell and latifi to her and uh, she was obviously uh, continuing the legacy of the williams family where wherein she had taken over as team principal but unfortunately she left and um i'm surprised that netflix crew couldn't show that along with the halken halkenberg or uh, drive and who else was left uh, renault i think that was good haas is done alfa romeo is done alfa tauri is done mercedes is done mclaren is done red bull is done the way perez was announced i, I feel sad for albon but still kind of understand why cristiano okay, made that decision i think netflix nailed that pretty well uh, to reason it well why Perez was bought in uh, and Sebastian Vettel yeah I think they sh- sort of showed Sebastian Vettel as this a little bit of an antagonistic character wherein he was not caring anything about Ferrari and he was just like speaking anything of his wish uh, to show the, that the treatment he got at Ferrari was unfair and the car was equally terrible but but yeah even christian on said that a four time world champion with all the skill that sebastian has got you just don't lose that in a season there has to be something very wrong and obviously the ferrari engine controversy was a very big thing and fair play to leclerc leclerc despite all the hardships that ferrari had as a car he managed to pull out some really really good results he got a podium or two he got uh, some fourth and fifth place finishes vettel got a podium kudos to him in turkey it was an amazing race very difficult track and all that and yeah happy for vettel to go to aston martin and yeah i'm going to talk about that in a moment and ferrari carlos sainz going in there i think they tried to spice it with signs going to ferrari but i think it was still cool between signs and uh, mclaren i think they still had a very good very good if not decent good season i think i would say yeah so uh, signs it was good ferrari is done red bulls done alfa tauri alfa romeo haas williams 
uh, uh, who else is left uh, racing point is done uh, and yeah i think that was pretty much it i hope i'm not forgetting any major moments of of season 3 but nonetheless hats off to netflix what a show what a brilliant 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 show um it was top entertainment in lockdown or not in lockdown just before the 2021 season and about 2021 max verstappen is my prediction to win the qualifying is just done today as you're listening to this podcast he got pole dominated mercedes by 0.4 seconds which is amazing perez didn't have that uh, great of a qualifying but i'm pretty sure he is a one who would actually catch up in races and would make overtakes and show what he did with racing point last season i think that's one of the main reasons why christian on a bottom uh, this time for, along with verstappen to challenge mercedes and looks like a good decision and with aston martin the car is not certainly performing well as of now but i'm pretty sure that going into the season during the course of the 23 race season or 24 if i'm not sure if the saudi arabian grand prix added so during the course of the season i think aston martin will massively improve they probably had aerodynamic issues with their car and othmar was uh, obviously discussing that uh, today on commentary but yeah i think i hope uh, Aston Martin's livery is lovely. It, it's one. It's probably my favorite livery on the track this season. But yeah, I hope they improve pace-wise as well, and hope Sebastian Vettel at least gets some gets some podiums and maybe a race win or two. Same for Lance Stroll. I hope they both do well. And yeah, I think that's about it. Uh, we're gonna assess the remaining of the season ahead and for the podcast. But I think yeah, 25 minutes is quite enough. I just wanted to do a short, brief review and thoughts on Formula One Drive to Survive season three, which I've done, and yeah, it was quite fun. So that's it from me from this podcast. Make sure you check this out on Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, Radio Public, Overcast, Pocket Cast, and many more. Um, the footballing podcast and around the world are coming out. Two episodes are coming out soon. Uh, as you're listening to this, they might have been out. as well check them out on the same platforms as well all about united and football the footballing podcast partner and yep check out these sport global as well i'm going to do a boxing podcast next uh, that's going to be about the jake paul versus ben askren fight it's got it's it's got a very spicy fight written over it and i'm going to talk about it on the next the sport global podcast uh, so the fight's going to be on april 17th on trailer so yeah i'm going to talk about that fight it's going to be very interesting so yeah up till then uh, hope you enjoyed this podcast uh, make sure you check this out on all platforms and yeah see you again in the next podcast then